Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to episode seven of the six figure product business podcast. So today we're diving into another one of my absolute favorite marketing channels for growing and scaling in e-commerce or a subscription box business, which is email marketing. So I have to say email marketing, uh, like Pinterest, if you caught last week's episode, is another really wildly misunderstood and underutilized platform that honestly, every single product-based business 100% needs to be utilizing today. So grab your coffee, grab your wine. This is going to be a great one. So before I start diving into some of the specifics in today's episode, I want to share a little bit about how email marketing and growing an email list was a complete game changer for my subscription box business that I used to own. So for those of you who don't know anything about my story and how I used email marketing, I owned a subscription box business for two and a half years. So I started that from my kitchen in California. I grew that business to multi six figures. I got thousands of customers over the two years. And then in 2019, I sold the business. So during that two and a half years that I had the business, I grew my own email list to around 11,000 people. So there are lots of things that we're going to cover in today's episode on why email marketing is important, why you need it, and then what you can do to start your email list or grow your email list today. There are a lot of things that you can do, but I also want to touch on how it really helped my business. So I grew my list to around 11,000 people. And really what that helped me to do, there's two things that helped me to do. Well, more than two, but I'm going to focus on two things. One is I was able to leverage leads and turn leads into paying customers. So paying customers who purchased from me over and over and over. And that's really important to know is that um, your email list is not just for sending out promotional emails. You really want to grow your email list from leads. So we're going to talk about how that looks today but it's important that you know why, and this is really the why. So I was able to turn leads into paying customers over and over again. And then the other thing I was able to do was use my existing customers that I had um, that had purchased from me, either from my subscription box or e-commerce channel, and really get them and encourage them and leverage them to upsell. So what that means is they would be adding items to their box each month. And I would really do that through email marketing. So it's really important to really be able to grow your email list um, and then leverage your email list for different reasons. So you would have a list for leads. You would have a list for your customers. There's lots of power that you can um, look at and do with an email list. And depending on which marketing platform you have, whether it's 
Clavio, MailChimp, OmniSend, um, ConvertKit. There's really so many different options that you can have for an email marketing platform, but there's a lot of things you can do with it, which we're going to talk about a little bit today. But in the future, I'm going to have a lot of episodes on really the power behind email marketing because it truly is incredibly powerful. And I'm also going to highlight um, one of my clients today on some of the things that we've been able to do with their business from email marketing. And it's it's pretty exciting. So I just wanted to share a little bit about how I used email marketing for my subscription box business. And I can say it was extremely effective. And again, it's one of my favorite platforms to really teach people because I think it's very misunderstood. A lot of times people don't know why they need an email list. They also don't know what they should do with the email list. Um, one of the questions I probably get more than anything else is, okay, I have an email list, but like, what do I send to people? I don't know what to send to people. You know, isn't email marketing just when you have like a newsletter? So again, this is why I'm saying it's very, very misunderstood. So, okay, let's dive into a few reasons why you need an email list in the first place. So I'm going to teach you today how to get started with email marketing, how to get started on building your email list, or if you have an email list, but it's pretty small, if you have under 500 people, then you need to get to work on email list building. So this episode will still be for you. Um, but I also want to focus on why you need an email list. I think it's important for you to understand, um, you know, how to build it, but why you need it in the first place. So the number one thing that I really want you to, to take away from this episode, and I want you to remember is you own your email list. And this is probably the most important thing because most people don't know this. So unlike social media, so Instagram, Facebook, um, all these channels, they're not owned by you. So Facebook and Instagram can literally turn off your channel tomorrow. And I've seen it happen. I've seen a lot of people get locked out of their Instagram account. They've gotten locked out of their Facebook accounts. They've had different issues and they're, they're, they lost them. Um, and that can happen to you. They are not your platforms. They're not your channels. And your email list is something that you own. So if anything ever happened to your social media channels, and that was your main focus of customer acquisition, you would, you know, you'd be in trouble. You wouldn't have any other way to grow your business or get customers. And so um, I will be talking about diversifying your customer acquisition channels on many other episodes because that is one of my favorite things to talk about. But for today, I just want you to take away that you own your email list. So that list of people that signs up for your newsletter, signs up for your pop-up, signs up for whatever, that's your list, you know, and no one's going to take that away from you. So it's important to know the number one reason why you need an email list is because you own your list. And unlike social media, that is borrowed territory. Your email list is yours. So the second thing, and this I think is the most important one, is that you can really create relationships with your leads or your customers using your email list. So if you are focusing on leads, then you can really create that um, know, like, and trust factor. Um, if they are your customers, you can really help your customers learn more about your products and get them to repurchase from you. So you can really build relationships that feel like a one-on-one -on -one relationship, even though, you know, it's coming from your phone or your laptop. So that's something that I really love about email marketing is, especially for the leads, it can really, really help you like teach your lead about your company and get them to like you, know you, 
trust you, which then leads to people purchasing from you. So that's one of my favorite things about email marketing. And again, everything can be set up ahead of time. You can set up workflows so it's automated and it's amazing. The third thing is you can really showcase your products in a variety of ways. So for e-commerce businesses and subscription box businesses, you might have a lot of different types of products. And, you know, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, it's hard to talk about all your different products all the time. But email marketing, you literally can send an email, you know, every few days on a different product. Talk about the key selling points, like why you started it, why you started the business, you know, things like that. So I love that you can really send your leads or yeah, send your leads just a lot of different information about your products and and help teach them on why they need your product. So I think that's a really important thing to know is that um, you really want to showcase the why in email marketing, like why you started the business, why they need your product, how the product will help them, like what kind of transformation, what's the pain point your product solves for your customers. So that's a great way to tell your customers and your leads uh, why, why they need your product. And then the fourth thing is statistically, email marketing has one of the highest return on investments or ROI. So there's all sorts of data out there. Um, some people say that for every $44, you know, or every dollar you spend on email marketing, you get $44 in return. There's all sorts of data on there. So I'm not going to quote a specific company that has pulled the data. But if you basically look at anything online, you can see that everyone has constantly been saying that email marketing has one of the highest ROIs. And it's basically because of that nurturing phase. You know, you get a lead online, they sign up for your freebie or your pop up or your newsletter, and then you nurture them. They learn about you. They learn about your business. They learn about your product and they buy from you. Then you can send emails out over the course of the year or six months, that can be promotional emails, VIP emails, which we'll talk about today. But you're getting people to buy from you over and over and over again with one, you know, you're only putting in the work one time, you know, you create one email, and you could get 100 people to buy from you. So the return on investment is always going to be really, really high, as long as you keep growing your email list, and nurturing your email list. That's a really important thing to know. Um, the next thing is that you can create a lot of automations, which is why I love email marketing for myself, my old business, for my clients that I work with. You can create a lot of different workflows that are already set up automatically to go out to people. So for example, you can create lead workflows. And basically what you're doing is you're making money while you sleep. And this is the best thing, you know, anything that's passive income related, I think is really important for any business, but that's sort of how I think of email marketing. It's kind of a form of passive income technically because you set up these automations on the back end and then you have all these emails that will go out automatically to people to encourage them to buy from you. And so when they do buy from you, you've already put in the work. So you're not really doing work that day to get that sale. So that's that's why I like to think of it as passive income, even though it's not technically passive income, but it feels like it, um, especially when you have set up all this automation six months ago, and then every day you're making sales from all those emails that are pushing people and encouraging people to buy from you. So I really like it because again, you're making money in your sleep and you're really converting leads into customers without all the busy work and the manpower. You know, I know that you guys don't have a lot of time. And email marketing can take that time, you know, give that time back to you, really. So that's one of the reasons I absolutely love it. 
And then the last reason why you need it, and there's probably about a hundred reasons why you need an email list. I'm going to focus only on six just for time's sake. Um, but the more you grow your email list and you engage with them and you nurture them, um, you can continue to then run different promotions, sales, VIP offers to really increase your sales. So whether you're focusing on nurturing leads and getting them to buy from you, you can then focus on your customers. How can you get your customers to keep buying from you? What can you promote? What kind of offers can you come up with? So there's really an endless supply of opportunity when it comes to email marketing. The point that I want you to take away today, more than anything else, is to get started. Um, get started. Understand that you need an email list, that email marketing is not just about sending you know, your monthly newsletters, which for me is like the dreaded word is newsletter. Um, <laughs> I think again, email marketing is so misunderstood in that when I talk to clients and I kind of start to ask them about what's their, what is your email marketing strategy? And the, you know, the, what I get most of the time from people. And again, like it's not their fault if you don't know, like this is why I'm here. Cause I'm telling you what you need to be doing. But most of the time people will say, oh, I send an email to my newsletter list, like maybe once a month or, you know, a couple times per year and that's it. And then I'm, you know, I always say, well, how much money are you making from your email marketing, you know, campaigns? And they'll pretty much say like almost none. And that's why, you know, you can't send an email once every three months and expect people to buy from you. That's, that's mistake number one. And again, I'm going to have another episode where we go through email marketing mistakes that you're making because I want to teach you what not to do. Um, but again, I want you to take away from this episode that email marketing will be extremely effective for you if you do the right things. And that's really important to know is that, you know, you want to put the right things in place to be able to get those sales. So before we talk about a few steps to start building and growing your email list, I want to talk quickly about one of my clients and do a client spotlight. So in some of the episodes in the future, I'm going to start doing client spotlights because I do work with a lot of different clients um, that all have different e-commerce and subscription businesses. And, you know, there's so many cool stories. There's cool stories. There's cool things that people are doing. Um, and I want to kind of showcase some of the great examples that can help um, inspire you to also do the same. You know, this isn't rocket science. This is more things that, you know, I've done in my business and I learned from my mistakes. Um, I'm very transparent and open about all the mistakes that I made with my subscription business. And, you know, one of them is that I didn't focus on email marketing or list building until about a year into my business. So again, um, I will always be honest and tell you the things that I did because I wasn't perfect with that business, but I learned from my mistakes. And now I teach people to not do some of the things that I had done. So again, um, the first six months, eight months, uh, almost a year, I really focused on Instagram. And then I realized, okay, I need to beef up my uh, customer acquisition channels and do all these other things that I should be doing better. So I really learned how to leverage email marketing and growing an email list. And like I said, I was able to grow my list to 11,000 people in two and a half years, which is you know, pretty good considering I did no ads whatsoever. This was all organic growth. And again, it was very effective for my business. So, so I want to talk about a, a client spotlight. So I have a client that sells plush dog toys to adorable dogs and their dog moms. So in the past year, this is a client that I manage all of their marketing for them. So I do everything from Instagram, website, um, all their customer acquisition, um, email marketing, et cetera. 
So in the last year and a half, I've basically put together um, everything for them. So for email marketing, I've put together all their customer and lead workflows. And a workflow is essentially a set of emails that you put together um, in your email marketing campaign that go out automatically. So if someone signs up for a freebie or they give their email address for a pop-up, they'll automatically get a series of emails that will basically nurture them and push them to buy something. So these are one of my most favorite parts of marketing because, again, you're making money literally while you're sleeping. You set it up once and it's done. So I put together their customer workflows, lead workflows. I've done you know lots of different things to generate leads for their email list. I test different pop-ups for them. I created quizzes with um, – there's a few quiz softwares that you can use – um, but quizzes are a really fun way, which we'll talk about today. Um, so I definitely test a lot of different things to see what works the best for them and their audience, the people that they're trying to attract to buy from them. So at this point, we have a pretty good email list. And I just want to give you an example of how it can be super effective. When you put in the work today, you'll get those results next month in six months in a year, like the results will come. So for the holidays, um, between Black Friday and Cyber Monday, I created seven or eight emails, um, which, you know, it can take a little bit of time because I make graphics for them. I make them really fun. Um, and this brand is a fun pet toy company. And so I, I really like play up the amazing photos that we have and, and things like that. So, um, I basically created seven or eight emails that were, that would be sent out, you know, automatically at different times during those, um, five days. And for the month of November, um, one third of their sales came directly from email marketing campaigns. So one third of their sales. So this isn't one third of sales from Instagram or Pinterest or organic traffic. Like this is one third of their sales from emails. That's it. So I want you to really understand that because that's how powerful email marketing is and why you need it today. Um, and just again, just so you know, I'm referring to the entire month of November. So I did send other emails out during the month, but I also want you to be aware that for holidays and like special occasions, you know, you got to bump up your email marketing game. And I had a series of eight emails that went out. So promoting different things, talking about different things, reminding people of discounts. But so quite a few emails went out for the month of November, but one third of the sales were gener generated from email marketing. And in the end, email marketing is so much easier than other channels, so much easier. So I put in the time to create those eight emails, but after that, it was done. I didn't do anything. And so to make that much money just from creating emails that go out to your email list, that is the power behind email marketing. Um, I know this audience is busy. I know I'm busy. And so I love channels that require less time and less of my manpower. You know, on Instagram, you have to show up every day. You have to make captions and do hashtag research and go on video and, you know, come up with content. But email marketing is great because literally you do it, you know, you do it once and then you send out other emails, but it's so much less time. So again, I just want to focus on, that aspect because I know your time is valuable and I want you to be spending your time effectively on things on other things that will make you money. But I want you to really know that email will be your new BFF. Okay. So now let's get into a few steps on how to start building your email list. So 
Some of you may have an email list. It might be, you know, you might have a hundred people, you might have 50 people, you might have a couple hundred people, but I really want you to focus on getting to thousands of people because that's what you need. You need thousands of people on your email list to really get, you know, leverage the, the growth. So Whatever you have now is great, and I'm proud of you already for even starting an email list, but I want you to focus on growing it now. So here are some ways that you can start your email list or grow it today. And so I'm going to be referring to, for today's purposes, um, you know, if you have a, a website on Shopify, on CrateJoy, on BigCommerce, things like that. Those are the standard e-commerce platforms, but also if you have your email list on other platforms, this stuff is, is applicable too. So the easiest way to get started growing your email list is using your website opt-in. So every website will have a place where people can opt-in and give their email address. So again, whether you have Shopify, CreateJoy, you know, all the different websites, every website will have a place where people do opt-in. So here's the trick. And here's the thing that I really want. <laughs> I have to stress this because this is the mistake that I see all the time. The mistake that I see is... The opt-ins on people's websites, number one, um, generally the, they will say, join our newsletter. And that's kind of it. So your big claim to fame here is join our newsletter. So I consider this like a dreaded, a dreaded <laughs> join our newsletter um, thing. Um, it, it does not, it's not effective. So the reason your email list is probably not growing at this stage, if you are really aren't focusing on email list building and you have your you know website opt-in and that's it, if your email list is not growing, it's probably because you have something like join our newsletter and you expect people to give you their email address. But think of yourself, right? How many times do you give your email address to a company when they have an advertisement that says join our newsletter? like probably none, right? Because what else? Like, why do you want to join someone's newsletter, right? The word newsletter, number one, doesn't sound attractive. It's it's kind of boring. There's just no personality. Like, what do you get if you join a newsletter? Like, it just seems boring. There's no incentive. There's no reason why someone would ever give you their email address, right? So please, on God, if you have the join our newsletter on your website right now, please go and delete it and put anything else, right? Um, that is the biggest mistake that I see with, at least on the website part of email list building, is the join our newsletter. And then there's really nothing else because guess what? No one is going to give you their email address to join your newsletter. You might get a few people, but I'm guessing it's going to be like slim to none, basically. You have to incentivize people to join your email list. And to incentivize them, you have to give them something that they want, right? Think about yourself when you've been on e you know, websites. What has gotten you to give someone your email address? I'm going to guess it's a discount. It's a freebie of some kind, like a free document, a free checklist, a free item, a free digital download, um, a free gift with purchase, 10% off your order, 15% off your order. Like you have to give someone something for them to give you their email address. That's it. If you want to grow your email list, you have to incentivize them. So that's the, one of the biggest points. I feel like I say that every five seconds. <laughs> that's one of the biggest points I want you to take away from this episode is you have to incentivize people 
um, get rid of the join the newsletter and put something else, like really anything else, right? What is attractive to your audience? What would what would get your audience to give you their email address? It has to be a discount or something else. So think of your audience, think of what they would want and come up with something else creative. And so instead of join our newsletter, put something like, let's be friends or here's a gift to you. Uh, take 10% off your order by dropping your email address below. So something as simple as that will at least get people to start giving you their email address. Because again, um, a join our newsletter and then nothing else beyond that is not going to cut it. It just won't. So that is step number one and probably the easiest step. That is the easiest way to start growing your email list. So step number two, a pop-up. So the, the fun pop-ups, these are a little bit controversial um, because a lot of people do not like pop-ups. They can be, especially on mobile, they can be very irritating, especially when you're on your phone and you can't figure out how to X out of them. And that's happened to me a lot lately where I've gotten a pop-up on my phone and I literally, it, it like won't go away. And I've had to actually get, I've had to actually just close my phone because it's irritating. So there are a lot of right and wrong ways that we that you can do with pop-ups, and we'll talk about those now. So a pop-up, um, similar to a like a website opt-in, they're kind of the same thing, except a pop-up is just a different form of um, grabbing someone's email. So a pop-up is that thing that pops up on your screen when you're on a website, whether you're on there for a couple seconds or whether you try to scroll out of the page, you might then get a pop-up. So there's a lot of different types of pop-ups. There's exit pop-ups. There's just like a standard timed pop-up, all kinds of things. So depending on your email marketing and the trigger and the behavior that you've set it up to do, that pop-up will show up at different times for people. So here's the biggest thing I can say about pop-up. And my first point is going to be very similar to the, the newsletter thing that I just talked about, <laughs> that I rambled on about. Um, your pop-up, again, you have to have something attractive, right? Even if you copy, say you finally update your website opt-in. So you get rid of the join our newsletter and you put something else like, let's be friends, take 10% off your first order, drop your email below, something like that. I'm going to use that as my example for today. So pop-up should be the same thing. And in fact, the pop-up, you should have something for free. Absolutely. Do not ever have a pop-up and just have something silly like, join our newsletter. Um, people will X out of that. And again, you're it's missing an opportunity to get someone's email. Pop-ups might be annoying, but they're extremely effective for getting email addresses. So the, the trick is, is to give something that they want and then to time the pop-up the right way, which we'll talk about in a second. So I want you to really think about, again, think about your ideal customer and what would get them to buy from you, right? What What's going to get them to give you their email address? Again, a free item with purchase, a discount to purchase, so 10%, 20%, whatever discount you have to give that works with your margins, but will get people to buy from you. So I'm okay with a heavier discount on a pop-up because again, you're only really giving that to first-time buyers. And so you need to incentivize people upfront to buy from you. You know, they don't know you, they don't know your products. And so People expect discounts. That's just part of the e-commerce game. People expect discounts. So for a pop-up, um, I really encourage you to have something that is attractive to your ideal customer. So it doesn't have to be anything crazy. 10% um, works fine. Um, any client that I've ever worked with, I generally don't have them anything give anything higher than 10%, but I've seen pop-ups for other companies be 
as high as um, 20%. So it kind of depends on the price point, but um, pop-ups are amazing. So um, think about what you're audience would want and then have that same type of copy, but you want to think in terms of copy, this should be like advertisement style, right? And so you could do something simple like, you know, take 10% off your first order, drop your email. It can be as simple as that. You don't have to overcomplicate it. You don't have to overthink it. I'd rather you stay simple, but, but get it done. Basically include your discount, include some kind of like a statement that will get their attention. Um, I also encourage you to do some research look at other companies that you like. It doesn't have to be a competitor. It can just be any company that you like. Go and see what they have for their pop-up. Go look at some big companies and see what they use for their pop-ups. Um, it's always fun to do market. I'm a very big component of market research. I have my clients do it. I do market research all the time. Um, it's really good just to see what other people do because it will give you ideas. It will help inspire you what could work for your audience. And the, the key here is that you always want to have messaging and website copy that aligns with your ideal customer. What's going to get them to give you their email, right? So that's an important thing to know. So after you've come up with your copy, you come up with your discount code you want to add in, um, you want to do some A-B testing. So again, depends on the um, email marketing platform that you use. So a popular one is MailChimp, but my my personal favorite is Clavio. It's amazing. Um, Omnisend, there's a lot of other ones that you can use. And honestly, any one works fine. But you really want to do A-B testing and you can switch and test different copy around to see which converts better, right? So for my clients, what I'll do sometimes is I'll have a pop-up going on for a while and then I'll switch it to something else. I might switch the photo. I might switch the copy. I might switch the font style, the color, and just see what converts better. So you want to always go back to your analytics. You have to rely on analytics to tell you what is working, so go back to your analytics and see, it'll tell you the conversion rate. You know, this pop-up converted at 10% and this one converted at 1%. Well, now you know that the 10% is the winner. So it's important to come up with stuff that you think is attractive to your ideal customer. But in the end, data is always what you should be going back to and relying on data and analytics to tell you what's working or what's not working. Okay. Um, the next part of the pop-up is making sure the image on the pop-up really reflects your product or your ideal customer. So I would say for your pop-up, really put your greatest image of your product and not like a plain background image with a product. I mean like a lifestyle image. So again, if you're a dog toy company, put it like the best picture of a dog with your toy. If you're a beauty company, you know, put a someone that looks, you know, like a nice skin or something holding up a lipstick or I don't know, something like that. So you have to be creative and just think what resonates with your ideal customer. But you want to make sure the image on the pop-up is absolutely like fantastic. And it's a perfect reflection of your product. That's really important. And again, test things out, test different images to see what really aligns better and what doesn't. Um, and then the third thing, and probably the most important for a pop-up, is you have to make sure you you have to make sure you set it up the right way. So what I see all the time is people will have a pop-up, and basically the second you go to the website, the pop-up shows up. So imagine you, right? You are a brand new lead. You've never heard of this company, but somehow you clicked on something and you ended up on this website. The website's great. 
but you haven't even started to scroll down. You don't even know what the company is trying to sell to you. And already there's a pop-up saying, give me your email address. That's most likely that person's not going to give you their email because they haven't even had time to scroll through your website to see what you're trying to sell them. So it's very, very important that you make sure you set the settings of your pop-up to show up at a time when they've already had a chance to kind of look through your stuff, right? So give it like 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. You can do that on the settings of a pop-up. You can you you can choose when the pop-up shows up. I would highly recommend no less, no nothing under 10 seconds because even 10 seconds, um, they're probably like midway through your homepage, right? So they're probably starting to see what you're selling and why it's a good fit for them but they may not have enough information yet to be interested, right? So you want to be very cognizant of that and set your pop-up to go off at a time that makes sense for your business. So again, I recommend 20 seconds, sometimes even 30 seconds. Um, You can also do, that's really cool, is you can set the pop-up. So if someone is about to go out, like X out of your website page, the pop-up then shows up. So again, depending on the email marketing platform you have, there's a lot of cool things that you can do with pop-ups and things that are triggered by the the user's behavior. It's very, very interesting and something that I really love. Um, But to start off simple for this episode, I don't want to go into too many complicated things, but for the basic email marketing platform, MailChimp, Klaviyo, Omnisend, you just want to have a pop-up that is triggered when the when the user on your page is maybe 20 seconds in or you know three quarters down the home page and then the pop-up is triggered. Just make sure that it does not go off right away because that is you're you're gonna miss that's a missed opportunity. Um people haven't had a chance to learn about your business yet and you want to get them um a bit more familiar with your product before you're pushing a pop-up because again a lot of people don't like pop-ups so um, it can be a little bit irritating. Okay. The next way to start and grow your email list is offering a freebie. So this this is really popular, especially for service-based businesses, but it's very effective for product-based businesses too. I've used freebies for my clients, and again, they're just as, just as effective. So what you want to do and what a freebie is basically is it's a digital download. So it could be a PDF that you have that um, it could be a checklist, a how-to, a guide of some kind. It gives your ideal customer some kind of information that they find very interesting and attractive. So again, this is something that you could promote on your Instagram. Um, I would not recommend this as like a as a part of your pop-up or anything, but um, you could create this and then promote this um, as a lead generation tool for Pinterest, Instagram, you know, Facebook, things like that. So Um, Basically, what you want to think about is think about something that your ideal customer would love to know more information on. So again, um, say you're a a dog toy company. So I have um, pet clients and I had a pet subscription business. And so a lot of times when I think of examples, I just what comes to the top of my mind is like a, a dog thing. So hence why I use dog examples a lot. But say you are a dog toy company or a pet company, right? You you're targeting people that have a dog, right? And depending on your ideal customer, you always have to think back to what your ideal customer cares about. Um, You could create a freebie on how to grow your dog's Instagram account, right? 
Um, you could create a freebie on uh, DIY dog treat recipes, like five DIY dog treat recipes for your dog. So something that your customer wants to know more information on. So again, that could be a checklist, a how-to guide, um, something like that, like something that you can put on as a PDF and then they would download it basically. So again, um, any email marketing company that you, you can do this with, it's really, really easy, but very, very effective. And I love doing that, these types of things with my clients. Another thing that you can do that's really fun is creating a quiz. So there's lots of quiz platforms out there and quizzes are really trendy and fun. Like you can think of quizzes on Buzzfeed that you've probably taken in the past, or even in magazines, you sometimes get those quizzes like, which one are you? And you have to go through and check them and they're just really fun, right? So if you can be very creative, you can create a really fun quiz and use that for lead generation. So there's companies called Interact, and I'm blanking on the one that I've used in the past. I, maybe it is Interact, actually. Um, but there's quite a few of them, and they're very, very effective. And you want to think of it as like a BuzzFeed-style quiz. So unless your audience is like a fun audience, maybe like millennials, this is a really great lead generation tool. So I would highly encourage that. Okay, the next thing that you can do to grow or start your email list is just doing some simple giveaways. So you could do giveaways on Instagram, um, promote them on Pinterest, Facebook, things like that. And basically what you want to do is you would get people to, you know, whatever the giveaway is, they have to give you their email address in order to enter your giveaway. So you, if you have an email list on, let's say MailChimp, and it's like your newsletter list, that always has some kind of a link. And you can basically take that link and put that in your Instagram bio. And then people have to click on that and give you their email in order to enter the, the giveaway. So I've, I used to do that all the time with my business. Super effective. Um, what else What other, What other? else you can do is, you know, create a landing page. So again, any email marketing company has landing page forms in their platforms, whether it's MailChimp, Klaviyo, et cetera. Create a simple landing page where you, you know, have the opt-in in there. And again, um, send people, direct people to that page and they have to give you their email address in order to like sign up for the giveaway or enter the giveaway, or you can have a brand ambassador search and people have to enter their brand ambassador search by giving their email address. So there's a lot of really creative things that you can do by coming up with either a landing page or just using your, you know, standard, um, email list link, which would be in your email marketing software. Lots of things that you can do that are very creative, but will get people to give you their email address, basically. And then the last thing I want to cover on today's episode is something that was very effective for my um, subscription business, but also very effective for clients that I've worked with in the past to grow their email list. And that is doing a sweepstakes or a contest. So again, I love these. These are super fun. These are things that you probably have seen so much on Facebook and other channels, but maybe weren't paying attention, but now you'll pay attention now that I've brought this to your attention. And so you'll see people promoting sweepstakes, contests, and things like that, where they partner with other brands and you enter to win like $2,000 worth of prizes. I know you've seen them. And so there's lots of platforms out there. Um, the ones I have personally used, and for the most part, I will never recommend a platform to you unless I've personally used it and had success with it. The platforms I have used personally and had success are Dojo Mojo and Gleam. So again, Dojo Mojo is one of them. And then Gleam is the second one that I've used before. Um, both amazing in different ways. 
Um, I'm not going to go too much into those platforms today, but I just want you to be aware of the sweepstakes platform and how it can be extremely effective for growing an email list, especially if your email list is really small and you want to kind of give it a big bump doing those types of things, especially Gleam. Gleam is super easy. It's amazing. And they have a free trial <laughs> that you can just sign up with. And I, I want to say it's 30 days for free. And you can literally, if you have your ducks in a row, you know what you want to give away. You have your graphics kind of ready and made. You can literally sign up for their free trial, do the giveaway within the 30 days, and then cancel if you don't want to pay for it. So again, not trying to be sneaky, but I always feel it's important to test platforms out before you start paying, you know, $50, $100 a month, which can be a really expensive for a new e-commerce business. So I do think these are amazing platforms, but you can basically, again, for Gleam or Dojo Mojo or any other sweepstakes platform, like there's so many of them if you Google um, sweepstakes platforms for e-commerce, but there's ones that you can use for Facebook and other places. But what I like about Gleam too is it basically encourages people to not only sign up for your email list, but you can put in other links that, that you want people to do. Like uh, they can follow you on Facebook. They can follow you on Instagram. They can follow you on Pinterest. Like it's amazing. So you come up with this really great prize, but then you have people do all other call to actions that you want them to do to get them to follow you on all your other um, channels. So it's, it's really, really effective. And again, um, I I've used both of those channels for my um, previous business and for clients. And I absolutely love them. It's a great way to really grow your email list. All right. So as I am about to wrap up the episode, I just want to just mention one thing. And that is just a, a quick reason why I started this podcast. So the biggest reason why I started the podcast is more than anything, I wanted to create content that really and truly helps people like you move from point A to point B with actionable steps that you can literally implement today to get more customers, get more money in your business, all the things that you're struggling with. So that's why I started this podcast. I wanted a, a bigger platform where I can give free information to you that can really help you and really give examples of things that have worked with my business. So I always will tell you things that helped me grow my multi six figure business. And, you know, I didn't have help. I didn't have people telling me what to do. I just figured things out, but I always, I really just want to help people. And so for me to get more reach and more visibility and be able to help more people like you, I really need more reviews. So the more reviews I get here, I can basically get the podcast pushed out to more and more people. And again, with that, be able to help more people who really need my help. So I please ask you today, if you like the podcast and you like any of the tips I've given you today, please go and leave me a review on Apple podcast. So here's how you can do it. And I'm going to tell you what you can do and what you can win from me if you do this. So each month, I'm going to start giving away a 60-minute marketing strategy session with me. And so a marketing strategy session is something that we could um, talk about your strategy for your business. So I would basically help you come up with a strategy that would help you get more customers, make more revenue, get more sales, drive traffic for your business. And so each month, I'm going to start giving away a 60-minute strategy with me. And so to enter to win this marketing strategy with me, here's what you have to do. You have to go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review on the podcast. And before you submit it, take a screenshot of the review. And then all you have to do is post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. 
So you can tag me um, with the Instagram handle, the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. It's in the show notes if you don't know what the um, Instagram handle is. But just tag me in the Instagram story with your review, and I will choose one lucky winner, a new person each month to win a 60-minute marketing strategy with me. So I thank you so much for your time. I hope you love this episode. And again, if you do, please leave me a review. It really helps, and I really appreciate it. All right. I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much and I'll see you guys next week.